for it to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm Murray Valeriano. And I'm Kyle Dawson. What's happening? Sunday morning record. Rock and roll. We Sunday have, mornings, We man. both have morning voices. Then yeah. I drank uh, some tea with some creamer in it, and I... Uh, milk-based products don't do well with my uh, nose or my throat, so by all means, have that every every time before we record. Don't sound too gargly today. <laughs> no, Are so you lactose like a, intolerant? No. No, I think that's just intolerant. <laughs> that's just more to get, shut it down. No, that has more to do with. Um, I thought that, I always think that has more to do with your your um, digestion. It does. Okay, yeah. I know nothing about it. I know nothing about it. Oh, you're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I have no problems with um, it. Just. Prior to recording, Murray was uh, talking about the Beatles and Simon and Garfunkel, how they both used "Cuckoo yes, in a song. Yes. Mrs. Robinson. And for Simon and Garfunkel, and I am the walrus. Yes, sixty-eight and sixty-nine. Question 67, 68. 67, 68, Right. And then question we, sixty-seven and sixty-eight. Yeah, right. Yeah, the Chicago. Chicago. Uh, Peter Pardini. See Peter Pardini's film soon to be released on DVD and Blu-ray. I will have free copies. Peter will sign them. We will give them away. Or watch it after Wolf Blitzer on CNN again. It's edited, I think, pretty... I don't like the edit that they showed mm-hmm. on CNN. Uh, it's still good, but I've seen... Do they keep breaking in for a special announcement? <laughs> well, they keep editing in ACDC songs, which was... Seem odd. Weird. That seems like a weird choice. Now, so if you liked it on CNN, you will really, really like it when you see the uh, Peter's cut. Okay, so. great. But anyway, when we were talking about that, Simon Garfunkel in the Beatles. And hi, by the way, good morning, Kyle. Thanks for being here. You yeah. got a lovely haircut, and you don't do that stupid shaving of the beard anymore. <laughs> like when you shave those lines. And what do you think about that? Mike? I think it's stupid. Yeah, so he doesn't do it anymore. And he looks it, great. It, it is stupid. <laughs> he looks great without yeah. it. You look, you know what? You look like a young man. Except for his T-shirt. <laughs> well, except for his Robin T-shirt, which is... like a young boy. What do you, what do you wear? Small? Yeah. And what's that? t-shirt extra small no it's small it's like you would it's like you're showing off pecs that you don't have it's just because there's no design like all over the front it's just like one symbol Mm -hmm. it's just red with an r on it up in the corner like the robin of robin yeah right of batman and robin I don't know anything but about like the, comic books or lactose. But like it's the newer, it's the newer Robin R. It's not the it's one the from... Tim, it's the Tim Drake Robin R. Oh boy. You just, you know what you just did there. <laughs> you, you talk like a guy that was at WonderCon yesterday. Okay, so anyway, so... Somewhere Marissa just put her pants back on. The Beatles, the Beatles, uh, the Beatles reference that Murray made made me uh, remember that uh, I never go to iTunes and I never look what we're rated and I used to, but I, don't, I haven't done it. Why? Is it so stressful for, or? No, I just haven't done it. Okay. It, used to, it used to be fun and then I just never, I, and, I, and I haven't read reviews. We're mm-hmm. zero. <laughs> I haven't read reviews for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. But yesterday, um, not yesterday, but just this week, I'm like, oh, let me see what the reviews are. And the first one's a five-star review from uh, Wakeman8791. It's from March 25th. He said, I stumbled across this podcast about a month ago, and I absolutely love it. Pat and Kyle provide a great listening experience. Their combination of wit, pop culture references, and musical knowledge makes for an enjoyable and educational learning experience. It also doesn't hurt that Rock Solid has covered many of my favorite bands, Rush, Cheap Trick, ACDC, and Tom Petty. Keep up the great work. Okay, that's a nice review. That's a great review. Thank you. What's okay. his name? Uh, that is Wakeman8791. Thank you, Wakeman8791. So now, uh, about a week before that, March 18th, uh, 2017, uh, 
we uh we get this this one is uh this this review was written by this one here okay and um i'll just read the 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 title of the review is not music scholars <laughs> well that was the working title for the podcast <laughs> this is a this is a two star two star review okay and here's what he says <laughs> best when they don't critique just play bad songs and chat <laughs> Especially oh, just as, like your review. It's best when you don't critique. Yeah. Especially on the Beatles episode. It's, and then in capital letters, painful listening. It's painful listening to them trying to wonder or figure out well-documented facts. Okay, look, I'm not a Beatles expert. And we're not going to sit here and, and read think, a fucking book to you. Yeah, because you can go do that on your own, which you clearly have with your no time. Look, there's some bands I know a lot more about than other bands. Sure. And there's, I know there's Beatles weirdos that know every single thing. Oh, and this one, they didn't play the clavicle. That's yeah. the mono mix. And this one, this one actually, actually, actually clavicle was a bony. Right. But they used to play that. What, what instrument was I thinking of? Clave. See, look, I'm also not, I'm also not, an not an, a music. Scholar. I'm not an anatomy. This is uh, pain scholar. It would be painful. It'd be very painful. Played on, your on your clavicle. <laughs> is that where the song knickknack paddywhack came from? Yeah. Give that dog a bone. Hey, I don't know if you right? if you're a music scholar, you would know those facts. So let me keep. Okay. So oh, is he still going? Oh yeah, it's not done yet. Oh, this is. It's amazing. only two lines. It's only two lines. Though, but um, uh, especially on the Beatles episode, it's painful <laughs> listening to them <laughs> trying to wonder or and then in quotes figure out well documented facts. Either do some research or look it up on the air. And then in quotes it says, "Piano sounds weird there. Sounds out of tune." Because I think we did. I'm like, yeah, the piano. And look, if I think the piano sounds weird at a part or out of tune, then who, who gives a shit? I mean, right, right. Just, you don't have to sit here and jerk off Lennon the whole time. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. I follow John Lennon on uh, Twitter. Not funny. Really? Barely, barely even tweets. <laughs> so anyway, so that guy gives us. Signed an autograph with this guy. I also like to click on the people and see what else they've reviewed. Uh -huh. What else have and they reviewed? He doesn't have any other reviews. He just felt like swooping in and taking us down. <laughs> nice. Thanks, so, this anyway, one here. But I got to say, then, all the other reviews after him, we have one, two, three, four. Four five star reviews and a four star to five a five a five. Oh, you know you should. You know you do four and a half. You know you do. You click on next to the. Oh, okay. And click on most critical. Most critical. Yeah, see what we got there. Well, this is from. Cans. This is from. This is from July twenty first two thousand eleven, and the title of the review is just this is by Purple Power Plant, and the title of the review is just it looks like about twenty Z's. <laughs> and it's just a it's just a one word review, and the review is snore. It's from 2011. I got to assume a lot of that is because uh, is that, he, he show, who shall not be named. Is that from Rip Van Winkle? I know, really. Okay, then this this one's from uh, October 17th, 2014. This is by Jay Blockhead, uh, B L O K H E D. Um, is it just two words? Good grief! And it says more leftist nonsense is the title, and then it says. <laughs> I tuned in to listen to some music and got an economically uh, illiterate lecture about the wonders of communism. Pass. <laughs> I remember this. This was when this was when April Richardson and I were talking that everything should cost five dollars—a sandwich, mm -hmm. a car, everything—and everyone should make the same. Everyone should make fifty thousand dollars a year, and everything costs. Sounds like um, communism. Yeah. 
here's from here's another one from June twentieth, two thousand eleven. Uh, two stars. Good podcast, but music needs to be uh, at a listenable volume. Okay, well, look, I assume this is very early on, and sure. we hadn't worked out the kinks maybe yeah, at that point. I'm not going to read his review. Yeah, because it was with uh, uh, Pat, and he who shall not be named. Okay. So anyway, those are good reviews. So, yeah, there's a there's a good. Uh, so I'll, I'll tell you what. Out of when we go, that we have one two. Two one-star reviews, one, two, three two-star reviews, and then they get uh, and then they get into the th- then two three-star reviews, and everything other than that is four and five. Awesome, excellent, so that's good. Yeah, that's so thank great. you. So go there and write a review, a nice one. Yeah, I always like the people. You know, go, I re- find, go review that guy. What's what's his name? The painful guy. Uh, oh, oh, he's uh, got nothing. He he. he th- this one here. This one here. They didn't even realize that that's a Beatles lyric. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just, I mean, look, I find that more people, if people like your show, they, they probably don't go and write a review. They yeah, just probably, keep yeah, listening. Yeah. I, it's only the people that, that it's, uh, I'm going to call them. I don't know if this is a term haters. What? Yeah. What do you mean? They need to back off. Haters got to hate. But anyway, I, I look, if Pilar had, if, if my wife had a bad review, it would kill her for, Aww. she would never read it. Aww. I, I think it's hysterical. I think it's funny. I think it's hysterical because you have to, because there's a guy sitting in his bedroom that doesn't do anything creative. (laughs) So, uh, you know, fuck off, man. Uh, actually Siegel. (laughs) (laughs) You, uh, did you, what you were texting? Why are you yelling at me? Texting, not texting. You were tweeting about, you saw a concert recently. Yeah. I saw you get into a fight with fist fight with fee Waybill from the tubes. Have you talked about that? I talked about it. It'll be on the 300th episode, which I think drops before this one. Oh, okay. You were with me at the tubes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had a good time. That was a fantastic show. Yeah, we had was a, a great, great time. Show. But I did I did the whole run through. Uh, I told Siegel the whole thing on okay. there. So, Can I just give you my perspective? Yeah, yeah, from yeah. It? All right, because we were there and we had already gone through the line and we got this. I got the signatures for Pat for Time, uh, not Time Bomb, for uh, uh, Love, Bomb. Love Bomb. Got them all signed. And then I was. Ta- I ended up talking to this girl for some reason because we had a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. And right. and I'm looking out of the corner of my eye and I see Pat get back in the line. I'm like, why is Pat getting back in the line? So I'm like, excuse me. I walk over. I go, Pat, why are you getting back in the line? He's like, oh, well, since I'm here, I just, uh, I'll ask him about doing the podcast. I'm like, all right. So I go and sit down at a and table. Because, in case you don't know this, it's because you know I had an email back and forth with him sure. and he said yes. And then, then there was radio silence for the next uh, six, seven emails. So right. I was like, they just wanted to... Yeah, and they were all cool and hanging out. And everyone always says... And everybody was chill. And like the, the bass player was yeah, telling me about his chill. bass. Uh, we're talking... We have mutual friends, Bobby Slayton. We were talking yeah. about them. And yeah. I just, you know, in my head, I'm like, people always say, well, if you want to if you want to make something happen, you got to... And I'm like, well, I'm here and they're meeting with fans. So why wouldn't I just talk to the guy? Yeah. So, so, so you go back online. I'm like, okay. So I go back to talk to the Prairie, the drummer, and this other and girl. And I sit down and I, I hear... I'll do your podcast. I just don't want to go to the valley. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I turn around and Pat and fear. He out. put the, uh, he put the word fucking in front of podcast. Oh, he did? Every time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know. Time. I didn't hear that part. And so I just went, he might've written one of these reviews. <laughs> I went and I sat on the table and I watched everything from there just to make sure no, but no fists were being swung. People gathering. You had your phone out, right? Oh yeah. 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 But anyway, that was a great concert. Thanks for inviting me. That was fantastic. You're welcome. Moves free. <laughs> Lou Ann Nass, thank you so much. The PR person at Canyon Club always takes care of me. 
And in turn, I always uh, write a review. Okay. Not always. Po- I don't owe her a positive review. If the show's not good, I don't write a good review. Right. I gave the tubes an eight out of 10. That's a great. They were, they were great. And they don't get a, they didn't get a 10 because they played a lot of covers and they have more songs. I would have wanted to hear more of their songs. Sure. But they've been playing those covers for a while. They have. They yeah. have. Also, because Fee Weibo yelled at me. <laughs> Nothing to do with the concert, but my whole, as an experience, I didn't. Uh, no, I gave him I gave him great notices in my review. Okay, great. Because um, when he's not doing those characters, his his um, his banter uh, to me is off the cuff. It's off. Sure. Like when I see the Who, Pete Townsend, there's no way he says the same thing every night. He's just right. you know he can't call someone a cunt every night. <laughs> but um, so I said uh, so I said for me I'd rather have a. Uh, you can take David Lee Roth with his canned stage patter. I'll take a guy like Fee Weibel mm-hmm. any night of the week. Right. I'm beginning more and more to think that David Lee Roth is not a great, was not ever a great front man. Oh, you think so? What? Now he's not. I saw, I saw them two times in the heyday. He said, like I saw them like in 1980 and then in 84, he said the exact same fucking things oh, really? on stage about someone threw a quarter and hit me in the head during that song, but that's okay. After the show, I'm going to fuck his girlfriend. I'm like, when I heard that in 1980, I'm like, fucking Dave, awesome. When I heard it in 84, I'm like, you fucking piece of crap. Really? I didn't know that. And he never was that great of a singer live, and he looked good for a while. Sure. Big but that's deal. all you need. And he pranced around. I mean, you know. I like a front man that engages the crowd a little. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I never saw him in the heyday, so I can't really. What do you think about that, Kyle? Yeah, I agree. Like, uh, I think... Dave Grohl would be a good Dave Grohl's a great too. front man. Like, he makes you... He well, makes sure, you, yeah, yeah. He makes absolutely. you laugh. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But you don't think of Dave Grohl as a front man because that's a that's a band. It's a band. Even though Dave is the figurehead, sure, of, the of band, course. But it still feels like a band. Yeah. Um. By the way, look, Spanish David Lee Roth might disagree with <laughs> what I'm saying, Kyle. So I don't know what what does Spanish David Lee Roth think about my critique of his uh, him as a front man? Bueno, déjame nomás subir a la cera para echarle un ojo. Okay. Um, I like how uh, Steve Vai's guitar speaks in Spanish also. Like, who's a better frontman, David Lee Roth or Freddie Mercury? Oh, Freddie Mercury. Right. Yeah. Who's a better frontman, David Lee Roth or Bono? I like it. Bono. Yeah. Yeah. I bet I could just keep playing this, and every time you would say the person that wasn't David Lee Roth. Okay, I don't know why I'm, I'm... you came I'm not in a, here. You came I'm in. not a, like I'm not carrying the David Lee Roth no, flag, you man. You seem like you are. I'm not saying. I just said I heard it was a great front man. I saw him All in right. videos. I wasn't old enough to see him when the right. heyday. So anyway, I'm sure I'm going to get lots of emails about that. Painful. <laughs> He's better than Spammy. <laughs> Spammy Hagar. No, but you saw another concert. Since I did. The I had tubes. a bachelor week, man. My wife and kid were out of town, so TMI. I got to see. <clears throat> I got to see. Uh, we're breaking up. I got to see <laughs> with the kid. Yeah, with the kid. Yeah, he's done. Uh, oh, my buddy Greg Barrett called and took me down to see the old ninety sevens down at uh, Saint Rock. Have you been down there yet? Uh, no, we talked Saint about Rock. it, right? It's in Hermosa Beach. It's a little bar club, mm-hmm. and I used to pass it all the time, and I would see like really decent lineups. I'm like, I got to keep. Is it is it the size of the Canyon Club or smaller? Way smaller. Way smaller. It's like okay. the size of the old Largo. Wow, okay. I mean, it's small. It is really small. I wonder small. What, uh, what kind of bands they get there. The old 97s? What, what is that, what's that term mean? What, old 97s? Yeah, is that like, is that like, is that like, hey, did you give your girlfriend the old 97? <laughs> is that what that means? I think so. <laughs> we rehearsed that. Is that a car? <laughs> I'm editing out you saying we rehearsed it. 
no one will ever know that. Um, but it was great. It turns out, uh, like, Rhett Miller, the lead singer, used to hang out in the Largo scene. So I met him a couple of times, but him and Greg are really good friends. Mm-hmm. So we got on the list. We got to hang out on the tour bus. Did you get in the for, show? Did you get in the show for free? free? Got in for free. Uh, hung out backstage afterwards. As a matter of fact, they were, we were talking before the show, and he's like, oh, you guys just, there are bass players named Murray also. And uh, we were talking about that. And he's like, oh, you guys just talk. I'm just going to go ahead and write out the set list. Yeah. And I was like, I was almost going to say, you taking requests? <laughs> Did they play this, all the songs you wanted to hear? Yeah, but they didn't play Murder or Heart Attack, which is one of my favorite songs by them. And uh, but, Oh, yeah, great. I mean, the energy if in that band is fantastic. Do you think fantastic. if you would have just offhandedly said, hey, are you going to play Murder or Heart Attack tonight? He said, I'm not going to now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Who is this guy? That's like when we saw, I saw Todd Rundgren on, uh, he was doing a hits tour because he doesn't always play his hits. And he said from the stage, he goes, now look, we're playing hits tonight, but if you yell out a song you want to hear, that's the best way for me not to play that song. <laughs> that's kind of douchey, yeah. It is, but at the same time, I just feel like Todd Rundgren's been an independent artist since his since the beginning. So he just... Right. He doesn't want to be told what to do he at all. He just rattled off his entire catalog. And then he just walks off stage not playing anything. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad, you, I'm glad your concert run is going well. Yeah, what's, the next, it, what's the next show? Uh, the next show is you two at the, doing the Joshua Tree next month. At the, at the, the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl. I know, that sucks. That's How are you I'm getting like, in? Are you going to parachute in? Yeah. I'm, I'm actually thinking, they're playing two nights, and I usually go both nights, but it's at the Rose Bowl. I'm only going to go one. That's in Pasadena where Van Halen started with that horrible front man. He's great. <laughs> Maybe you'll get on stage with Bono and show him what to do. Look, Bono I, doing eye high kicks and spins. And I, I don't dislike David Lee Roth. I'm just saying that I think all the adulation for him as an amazing front man is really overblown. If we really, if we're really being honest with each other, Murray, I have to tell you this every time. If you really look back, he's got spandex. He jumps around. Yeah, that's a good. He front does man. a high kick. Yeah, that's a good front man. I think a front man engages you. He uh, he uses a giant microphone as a penis. To fuck the bass drum? Come on, that is a good front man. Are you sure that's a, ja- a microphone? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, Murray, let's do it. No, really, we, we're going to promote at the beginning and at the end of the show because Murray uh, asked if he could record an episode because he has an upcoming, uh, some upcoming comedy shows in Seattle. Seattle, yes. Washington. At the uh, Jewel Box Theater. And what's the date? Uh, May 4th. May 4th. Star Wars Day. I just realized that. Just Oh, May the, May the 4th be with you? Yeah, yeah. Just one uh, one show? Yeah, we're doing one show coming through. I had uh, this whole tour of the Pacific Northwest mm-hmm. lined up, but I had to... Which, tour? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> which I had to cancel because of an uh, upcoming gig. Yes. Who's, who else is on the show with uh, you? Local, two local comics, Cara Rossellini and Mary Gallagher. Oh, those they're, they're really... You're not going to be able to follow them. I know. Them. It's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. Two ladies and then you? Two ladies and then me. Little little threes company action. Man sandwich is what yeah, they call it. Yeah, little Murray's Angels. Except you're a sick, Wait, except it's bread, 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 and then meat. <laughs> um, and um, tickets on sale now? Tickets on sale now. You can go to the rendezvous.rocks uh, website. Go to the Jewel Box Theater and get your tickets there. I went to your website. I don't see your dates on there. Are you not I, updating Yes, they're your, on there. On there. Uh, they are now? Yeah. Well, they've been on there. When I looked... Uh, I put it all on Facebook and Twitter and stuff. Who yeah. goes to a website anymore? Know. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so so because you're going to be in Seattle, Washington, we decided that we would just do uh, a show about artists who are from Seattle. Musicians. Musicians. Yeah. Well, we're not doing talking about painters or poets? Just uh, musicians? No, just musicians. Are you at his website? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Are his wow. dates there? You know, who ne- you know who never goes to their website? <laughs> This account has been suspended. <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, I went. I do you? What happened? I don't know. 
was up earlier. Really? I think you might owe someone some money, Murray. I guess I gotta, I gotta call GoDaddy when I You come literally home. don't need a website le- anymore. You don't need a website, you anymore. Really need, you don't really yeah, need a website no. Thank anymore. Thank you, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. No one needs a website. They can anymore. go to uh, um, Murray Valerian on comedy. We're going to have a new website, though, soon, right, right Kyle? It's yeah. eight, probably today, right? It's April 2nd. I, I said mid April. Mid, okay. Are you doing it? Yeah. It's, yeah, it was his I, idea. I didn't even ask it. him. He oh, just right. surprised me. Oh, that's me. cool. Oh, for your birthday? Yeah, well, my birthday uh, four years ago. Happy birthday. <laughs> okay, so. Happy birthday, Papa. So these are artists. This isn't a grunge episode. No. These, no. Are, these are artists that are from Seattle. Yes. Now, did you bring any uh, grunge artists? I want to start. First of all, Uh-oh. I want to start. All right. Because look, when you think of the Seattle music scene. Yes. All right. I want to get this. I want to get this. I'm the one that wants to get this out of the way. All so right. we don't have to discuss this anymore. Okay. But when you think of artists that came from Seattle mm-hmm. and the Seattle music scene, this to me is the number one uh, guy. Okay. Kyle, let's hear it. Sorry, it was playing, but not. She just felt wow. I like big butts, and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. And when a girl walks in with an itty bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get sprung. Wanna pull up tough? Cause you notice that butt was stuffed. Deep in the jeans she's wearing. I'm hooked and I can't stop staring. Oh, baby, I wanna get with you and take your picture. My whole boy's trying to warn me, but that butt you got makes me so horny. Ooh, rump up smooth skin. You say you wanna get my bed. I love that Yoko Ono makes an appearance on that track. Still so good. It's so much fun. That was Sir Mix-a-Lot, birth name, Anthony Ray. Mm-hmm. He's uh, 53 years old. Is he? He also partnered up with another band that I'm going to be playing later from Seattle. You wouldn't want to play them now, so it would be you go right into that band? Okay, let's go right now. I love this band. I think they uh, got, let's go with. People thought I was going to play a grunge song, and I didn't. Let's go with number eight. Um, I love this band. They they got kind of pegged as a, a novelty rock band. But mm-hmm. their album, uh, first album is great. This is the President's of the United States of America, and this is Bull Weevil. Let me tell you about a friend of mine. His name's Bull Weevil, check him out. He spends all day on his big butt, and he don't ever, ever get outside. Come to visit, I bring some sunshine, and I just spread it all over the fire. He's stuck on his big couch, stuck in his big shell. He looks at the TV and he's alright. I come from the drug law, the local drugstore. Bug is a fly, but he's never uptight. And I wonder, Bo Weevil, why don't you get out of your home? Right, they're really funky, man. That's a fun song. Yeah, it's a fun song. They they kind of butcher a a great early punk rock anthem uh, by the MC5 on that album, which mm-hmm. kind of bums me out. But uh, they do a really kind of cartoony version to kick out the jams, which bums me out a bit. But other than that, I really like those guys. Yeah, I was. Uh, see, I, I only know Lump, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to play Lump, although I like it. Yeah, no, the Kitty is great on there. Yeah, that, it, it, it's, it's fun. so I just don't know that band, but. Yeah. Anyway, they partnered up with Sir Mix a lot a couple of years ago, and I don't think they record bunch of, did a bunch of recording, but I don't think, I think they, they released it. Think they did a song it. called "I Like Big Lumps." <laughs> Painful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My uh, my next band uh, does 
does fall under the grunge okay. category. It's more of a grunge, kind of like a super group or an offshoot band. That's a lot of those bands. Well, this is Temple of the Dog. Aha, which one did you bring? Mm, just the one I know. Oh. I played, uh, this, this is going to be from 1991. This is Hunger Strike. It's a good song. Yeah, it is. But I can't feed on the powerless when my cup's already Uh, it was, you know, the story of Temple of the Dog, right? I don't. I know that that's Chris Cornell singing, and I know he wrote all the lyrics. Stone Gossard, uh, Mike McCready, um, Jeff, Eddie Vedder, Jeff, Jeff Ahmet. Ahmet. Uh, Eddie Vedder makes a guest on it. It was. Um, let's just play my Temple of the Dog song. If okay. that's right. Matt Cameron on drums. Matt Cameron. This is uh, "Say Hello to Heaven" off the same album. Because they only have one album. <laughs> <laughs> I have times on all my songs. Not this one. This is the one you added last Sorry. week. Sorry. One, one fifteen. <laughs> Sorry. I love how he's just so, Kyle, there's times. Kyle, there's times. Cornell's got some pipes, huh? He does. And this uh, this album just came out, re-released at the end of last year as a super deluxe edition, all remastered. Oh, yeah? A bunch of demos and outtakes. So um, if you're a fan of this type of music or of this band yeah, great. and you don't know about that, then where have you been? If I know <laughs> about it and I hate this band, no. Now, these songs are good. Yeah. Cornell put this together because uh, the lead singer of uh, Mother Love Bone, mm-hmm. Andy Wood, or Andrew Wood, uh, died of a heroin overdose. And that was his roommate. Comedian Andy Wood? Comedian Andy Wood, April Richardson's oh, ex-boyfriend. He so healthy. Yeah, you would have known. Who would have known? Just He's got pecs for days. Hopped on the horse, didn't get off. Uh, Andrew Wood out of Seattle, lead singer, Mother Love Bone. Boner. Boner. Oh, I got that. I'll play them a little later. So um, music related, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I watched this yesterday. So this it'll isn't be... communist related? No, or, no, uh... no. Um, Paul F. Tompkins did a video, an unboxing of Amy Mann's brand new album. And it is just a stare. It's a vinyl record. Okay. And he unboxes that. And it's really funny. Oh, really? It's three minutes long, but it's hysterical. Okay. I recommend, uh, I recommend. I love Amy Mann. Does he play the music or? Um, I don't think he does play the music, okay. but it's hysterical. All right, I'll check it it's out. it's an album. Sure. But he's, he has lots of, you wouldn't think, well, how much could he, it's really funny. Oh, it's hilarious. She could Amy Mann here. I don't think that would be difficult at all, right? No, not at all. She has a new album coming out. Yeah, you should. She's great. I love her stuff. Yeah. I used to see her at the old Largo all the time. A lot of talk, a lot of Largo talk. Yeah, for some reason, huh? Yeah. You, you haven't been there in a while. Next review. 
Too much Largo talk. Are you banned from Largo? Is that why you haven't been there in a while? <laughs> um, hold on. Oh, is she still married to Chris Penn? I Michael think she Penn. is. Michael Penn. Sorry, Michael Chris Penn. Chris Penn is rocking in peace. Yeah. He was on the horse, too. Isn't that what killed him? Yeah, he's on the rocking horse. That's why he's rocking <laughs> in peace. All right. My next band. Too many puns. My, ne- <laughs> my next song is from 2008. It's a song called I Will Possess Your Heart. And this is the death cab for the cutie. Look at you bringing death cab for cutie. Yeah. All right. How I wish you could see the potential, the potential of you and me. It's like a book elegantly bound, but in a language that you can't read just yet. You gotta spend some time, love. You gotta spend some time with me. Love, I will possess your heart. You gotta spend some time, love. That's the radio edit at four minutes and fifty seconds. The album version, I think, clocks in at eight plus minutes. Oh, I don't like those guys. What did Kyle? What is? Wonder what Stevie Nicks would think of that song. Um, wonder what Stevie. Let's ask Stevie. What that was wonderful. I thought that was wonderful. All right, thank you, Stevie. <laughs> what do you just sit around and pick those out? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I have the uh, Tango in the Night uh, Deluxe Remastered Edition, and there's uh, a couple songs where it's just uh, rough demo recordings, and then she talks like after the song. Oh, really? And they're like, Stevie, we got to re-record. I know it was great. You that, was one, it. that was wonderful. That was wonderful. <laughs> That's one of my babies. I feel like it just gave birth to a baby after I did that song. My baby's wonderful. I'm going to nurse that baby with my tit. <laughs> oh. I'm going to take the music that I wrote on a page burner. I'm going to hold it up to my boob Ooh. and pretend like I'm nursing one of my children. <laughs> oh, creepy. Lindsay. You know where Death Cab for Cutie got their name? Yes. All right. I don't know. You don't? No. Well, you got a Beatles expert over here who's going to tell All you. Right. It's uh, from the Magical Mystery Tour. Too much information about the Beatles. One star. The band in the uh, Magical Mystery Tour, Bonzo Dog Doodah Band, sang the song Death Cab for Cutie. And that's where they got the name. I, I, I have to Why just, would you have Siegel on a Beatles show when you got the expert right here? Because he, Mike, is so is a lot more fun. <laughs> I will not argue with that. What, what's your, uh, <laughs> what's going on? What do you got? Oh man, we were all over Chris Cornell and Andrew Wood. All right, let's just do this since we were talking about the old ninety sevens. Mm-hmm. Not from Seattle, but they just released a song called "Good with God" featuring Brandy Carlisle. Okay, from Seattle. And this is uh, this All is right. Brandy's verse okay. on the song "Good with God" off their latest album, "Graveyard Whistling" from the old What do you think, Pat? I played you. I played you some earlier. What do you think of the old ninety sevens? Um, I, I that song I didn't like that much, but what you played for me um, earlier I did like. Okay, so yeah, 
I don't remember what I played for Euler. I don't remember either. Hey, it just got it. Like, looks like Kyle's going to say something. Uh, uh, I just looked up what the the name is from a Southern Railway. It's a train. The okay. old ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. Give her the old ninety seven. Run a train. Run, run, run a train, train on her. <laughs> Terrible. That's <laughs> awful. Why are you doing That's that? Awful. Hey, we just got a message on uh, Facebook. Too much Beatles talk from a guy named uh, from a listener named Eric Thompson. Kyle, you, this is this is uh, nice for you and I. Let me read this to you. Uh, hey, just wanted to give my opinion. Th- that's usually you. That's usually like, oh Bad. no, yeah, oh no. Seriously, I think the show has been kicking ass. Oh. I've been what's in- happening? I've been, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not used to that. Uh, then he says, I've been introduced to a lot of deep cuts that I mostly that I most likely would not have found myself through the through the show. The worst album covers episode actually had to be suspended until I got home because I could not perform my job. I was laughing so hard. That's an episode just Kyle and I by ourselves. Right, right. Uh, so keep up the good work, and I will use the Amazon portal from now on to support the show. Grateful listener, Eric Thompson. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Eric Thompson. That was very yeah, nice. That was very nice. And um, yeah, when you and I do an episode together, it's, uh, I think we do a good job. Thanks. Do you? I don't listen to them. Oh, you just bypass those? Yeah, just fast forward. Yeah. Okay. All right. My maybe, next, that, maybe that's why we're doing a good job, because people are like <laughs> getting through these so fast. My next this artist. Flows. My next artist is from Seattle. Yes. But he's, in, you don't know his solo work that much. There's not that much of it. Okay. But he's, a, he's in a band called Guns N' Roses. Wow. Oh. It's their bass player, Duff, Duff McKagan. McKagan. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to play a Guns N' Roses song, because no, they're not from, they're not Seattle. from Seattle. But I'm going to play a song, the title track from Duff's 1993 solo album, Believe in Me. Uh, I put on Facebook that I needed this album, and about four guys sent it to me. So oh, you, nice. You guys know who you are, and I chose the one that sounded the best. Uh, three of you guys dropped the ball. And you know who you are. Bad sound quality. No, I'm kidding. Thank you to all those guys. Let's hear Duff McKagan, Believe in Me. You're showing Murray the album cover? Yeah. I think that's kind of supposed to play off the first Guns N' Roses album cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Duff McKagan is, a, is an amazing bass player. He's done an amazing work with, with uh, Velvet Revolver sure, and yeah. the, the Neurotic Outsiders sure. and Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's hope he, that he stays in bands. Yeah. Well, hey, I bet you could get him on here. Um, I don't know, because Guns N' Roses is like back again and i don't know if they have, they have pop vinyls of guns and roses now yeah that's pretty big what's that <laughs> those, those little plastic figures oh like bobbleheads yeah kind of okay mm-hmm. some were bobbleheads some Disney are bobbleheads ones. okay i don't like the bobblehead ones though no all right all right funko right funko pop vinyl mm-hmm. i never heard of those they just do bands no, no they, they do, do everything they do like everything oh, i wouldn't okay. be surprised if there's not one of you <laughs> frank frank would love these that's my son. You can't really play with them, though. Oh, those things. I've seen those things. Yeah, you just didn't yeah. know what oh, they were called. Oh, there's an Animaniac one. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Like, I wonder if there's someone that owns every single... Oh, there's an Izzy Stradlin single... one. <laughs> Is there someone that owns every single one? Oh, there's got to be, right? Some nerd. 
some really rich guy that sends his assistant out every day. I need you to go find uh, the the 10th season of the Doctor Who figures for me. Oh, those are... There's a million of yeah, them. Yeah. Like everything. Look, Cesar Romero. How many are there? I, I don't Because they're numbered. Oh, they, yeah, got the heat, they got the heat miser from the Christmas mm-hmm. specials. I love it. They, they, uh, they're numbered, but they're numbered within each. Oh, that's the heat miser. I thought that was a Donald Trump. <laughs> that's why because Donald Trump's also on here. Is there a pop Funko of Donald Trump? There's one, uh, there was one of him. Uh, Hillary... I got to be honest with you. That's way too good looking for Donald Seriously. Trump. There, there's a Hillary, a Bernie, and a Trump one. He's not even grabbing any pussy. You can't even tell it's him. No, he can grab all the other Pop Funko female pussies. Oh, is that what he can do? Yeah. Because okay. okay. he's a celebrity. celebrity. Yeah. Oh, right. Of course. Of course. The Bernie Sanders one's the only one that looks like him. <laughs> the Bernie Sam- Sanders is... Sammers? You yeah. like Sammers, right? Yeah, Sammers. Bernie Sammers? They look like they all have the same face. But they just changed the they, hair. They pretty much do. I mean, okay. they have ones from the Breakfast Club, and it just looks like there's a guy. There's a guy. It's just like there's no like it looks like the Ferris Bueller like the clothing. Yeah, like right. it's, it's Anthony Michael guy. It's, it's Emilio guy. It's yeah. Judd guy. It's, it's Molly Ring girl. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like an really, Ali an Ali she girl. They're just really bad so, knockoffs. Yeah, they don't even try. It's the stupidest thing. All right, it's your turn. You got a song. <laughs> Great. Yes, this man needs no introduction. I've just looked at the clock. You have to leave in five minutes. I know. We've got to get through all these in five minutes. Let's try it. This is my favorite Jimi Hendrix song, also from Seattle. Ooh. This is our first rays of the new rising sun with Easy Rider. Song is featured predominantly one of my favorite uh, documentaries of all time. Have you watched it yet, Dogtown and Z Boys? You know what? Siegel lent it to me on DVD and is sitting on my. Every once in a while, <laughs> you have a screening here in this office. Let's do it. Let's do it with Dogtown and Z Boys. Yeah, I got that thing. What thing? That thing that I have to do that night. What about the next night? Yeah, I mean, it could carry into that night. There's right. some spillover from that thing. All I right. will watch. I think I'll take it. Uh, I'm telling you. I'll take it on the plane. The I'm going fl- to be flying um, in July. I'll take it on the plane and watch it on my laptop. Okay. All right. You'll love the soundtrack. You and Christy will love the soundtrack. Christy Stratton. Christy Stratton Man? Yeah. You guys are flying cool. together, right? <laughs> yeah. Christy Stratton, <laughs> Christy Stratton and uh, my youngest daughter, Rita, and I, the three of us are going back to my hometown yeah. for, my, uh, for my high school reunion. <laughs> How weird would that That's be? It's not too awkward. Honey, Christy's going to go with me. That's cool, right? <laughs> so weird. Uh, well, let's do a double shot of Jimi Hendrix because I okay. have, uh, this is a song from Are You Experienced? And this is one of my favorite Jimi Hendrix songs. This is Fire. All right. Now take this, baby. You don't care for me. I don't know, care about that. Next to your fire. 
Is he one of the people that died when they were 28? 27. 27. He looked, 27. He looked way older than 27 <laughs> to me when I see him. He looks like a 45-year-old man. <laughs> that is a tight snare drum on that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's the old 97, right? Yeah, nice and tight. He's got a nice tight snare drum. Oh, you got it. Um, <laughs> Kyle, you laugh mostly at dirty jokes. Sure. You've got a dirty uh, <laughs> dirty mind. Do you notice that how much he laughs at dirty stuff? It's, it's like a, a snicker. It's all you do is dirty stuff. He's <laughs> like, uh, you're very much, have you ever watched The Wacky Races? Oh, I love The Wacky Races. You're very much like Muttley. Muttley, yeah. yeah. If you could find his laugh isolated on YouTube, I would love it. <laughs> uh, you're, you're up, Murray, while uh, Kyle finds the, the laugh. Oh, is it there? Uh, you get it? It's got to be there. Oh, there it is. Here's a mix of it. Oh, great. Let's hear it. This is Kyle when you say something dirty. Don't play it yet. Are you ready? Okay. Cock and balls. <laughs> Poontang. <laughs> I'm just, just going to keep saying dirty oh, stuff. Just... Laugh. Why, was, why did they put the music under it? Yeah, the whole thing. Wasn't me. I wanted an isolated uh, laugh track. It's well, you have, you, you have homework for next time. <laughs> Murray, you're up. All right. What are we going to do here? All right, let's. Do I it. hope oh. play music. Okay, let's do the aforementioned Chris Cornell. Uh, he did a couple solo albums, but he's got a great cover of my girl Sinead. <laughs> Song is that Molly? <laughs> nope, no, that's, nope. That's just that's, that's just, just Sinead, Sinead walking across the room to get a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> he is doing nothing compares to you, which okay. is a cover of a cover, which makes it a duvet. That's a, Wayne think, Fe- that's a Wayne Fetterman joke. I, I don't think that's it is funny. a cover of a cover because I think Prince wrote that and gave it to her and then Prince recorded a version later. You think so? That doesn't constitute a cover? No, I think it, like Manic Monday. But he's done Manic Monday. But he gave, but the Bangles did it first. He wrote it and right, gave so it to So it's not really him. a cover then? I don't I mean, know. It, it's, he, Chris Cornell is doing a cover of it. Right, but right. It's not a but, cover. But Sinead it's, isn't I don't think technically it's a three a cover. deep cover. Okay, all right. Three deep cover also. It's an old 97. Yeah. Get under the covers three deep, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Let's take it from three minutes in. I have time codes, Kyle. All the flowers that you planted, Mama, in your backyard, all died when you went away. Your, uh, I'm going to ride your coattails on this. I'm going to play a Chris Cornell solo album. Now, it's it's widely known. I think there's even a Wikipedia page about it, about how much Kyle and I love uh, James Bond movies. Okay. There's a Wikipedia page about that, right, Kyle? Our love of Daniel Craig, uh, James Bond <laughs> yeah, movies? probably. So, and what's the best Daniel Craig, James Bond movie? It's Casino Royale. It's Casino Royale. Great. Yeah. Is it Royale with cheese? Or is that, am I thinking something <laughs> It's else? Casino Royale with cheese. So, the... The theme song. Casino quarter pounder in here. In yes, America. of course. Of course. But, uh, boy, a quarter pounder. 
Jeez, sounds great. Not Play for you, Murray. You're a vegetarian. Play a song. Okay. So Chris Cornell, and I thought this was a ballsy choice. In 2006, Chris Cornell yeah? gets hired to sing the new James, the James Bond reboot. Okay. Which is? Which is Casino Royale. I hear with, that's the best one. With Daniel Craig. It is. <laughs> and um, I like them all, but that's the best one. And then Skyfall. I heard Skyfall was great. I haven't Skyfall seen, I haven't is seen great. Any but Casino Royale, as far as a reboot, yeah. I mean, they just they nail it the whole way. Mm, okay. It's fucking great. But this song is great, right, Kyle? Yeah. This is a, this is a rockin' James Bond theme. It's called You Know My Name, and let's hear it. Chris Cornell. I've seen angels fall from That is great. I love it so much. The the worst part about that movie is that they released it in 2006 and didn't hold it until until 2007. 2007. 2007. You have once. Yeah, you have once once a century to do that. Once a century to do that. I don't like, and it came out in like November, right? Of 2006. Why didn't they just go, you know what? Why don't we hold this till the summer? And then we'll get that. That makes sense. That marketing with the 007. Yeah. I mean, it, by that point, it had been like five years or six years since anyway, we had so it's like so who six cares? more months. Who yeah. cares? Right, right. And so if you stupid. do it in 2007 and you're already going to release the next one, which came out in like, what, 2008? Yeah. Then, who cares? Then you're going to get two in Yeah, people are going to go nuts. Back-to-back Bond. Right. That's what I call it, back-to-back Bond. Is that like an old 97? Man, I hope he does another one, Daniel Craig. Come on, dude. Is he not going to? I think he's waiting for the... They're going to have to back up a hundred million dollars to his house and, really and then get him to do two back to back but i still hope that happens okay why not i think it's a lot of i mean they film like in all these i can the, the, oh you i can't even talk <laughs> okay. location oh, fine, shooting you know mary mary your wife is academy award nominated she works on films now imagine if uh, her working on a james bond film should be in like you know, 10 countries. It's crazy. I know it must be horrible to have someone pay and book all of your travel and just fly uh, private jets you know, to Tunisia. Like we, we say that, it's but so you know, and maybe that's cool for two, but maybe when you're into your fourth, when you're like, this is really hard. Right. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure the acting part is not hard for him. You know what I mean? But maybe he does a lot of those stunts. I love him. Mm-hmm. My favorite. I'll go James check it Bond. out. I'll go check him out. You haven't seen any of the, I yes. think I watched a little bit of Casino Royale. Yes. That's about it. Watch it again. The one with uh, Woody Allen. No. Right. No. Yeah, yeah. Where he plays the. No, James Bond. that's when the yeah the Bond girl and that one's a thirteen year old uh, Asian girl. Yeah, is it? It's <laughs> Woody Allen. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, it's still early in the morning. I'm I saw. A mo- I just. I saw a movie uh, on Friday. I saw The Zookeeper's Wife because my wife's friend uh, Kim is that Zubik. A, is that a Kim uh, Zubik? Kim Zookeeper? No, Kim oh. Zubik. 
Is that the uh, sequel to We Bought a Zoo? No, no it's the no, third one. No. It's We Bought a Zoo, The Zookeeper, no. The Zookeeper's Wife. Oh, okay, I got it. And then was, the TV show Zoo is like a reboot of all that. Okay, I, all right. I, and then I, Zoo TV was the tour based off of that, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, got it. I love the movie, and I can I can say that honestly, because a lot of times, uh, you know, people we know work on movies, and and they're they're not great, but sure. I mean, I still applaud the effort, but I don't say that I love those movies if they're, if I don't like but, you shit all over my wife's hmm. <laughs> not the costumes. I, I love the, love costumes. the costumes. <laughs> I'm kidding. Your I'm wife, kidding. your wife pulled her weight on that. I'm kidding. I don't care. She didn't have to sing and dance. No. <laughs> can your wife sing or dance? She can dance. Can she sing? Um, I haven't really heard dance. her sing. <laughs> I haven't really heard her sing. Because if she can't sing, she could have been in that movie. <laughs> okay, so anyway, but uh, the only thing I was disappointed about, I love The Zookeeper's Wife, the only thing I was disappointed about, the trailer led me to believe that The Zookeeper trained these animals to kill Nazis, and that's not what happens in the movie. What? Did you get that from the trailer? No. Yeah, that's I thought what you I were. Thought. I thought, are you doing a bit? Yeah, are you doing oh, a bit? Okay, good. All right. How, how great of a movie would that be, though? The zookeeper trains animals to fight the Nazis. How great of a bit would that be if anybody saw that movie you're talking about? It's by the time this drops, everyone will have seen it. No one will have come to your show. I never <laughs> wanted. We wanted to go see. It. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I played. I played. Makes me so happy. Is it based on a true story? <laughs> yes. Okay, I just didn't know. I didn't know if it was. Are you denying the Holocaust? <laughs> Is that what you're doing Whoa. right now? Whoa. Wow. Expect some reviews on that, buddy. <laughs> Probably some positive uh, ones from that painful guy. Now they're talking. Fi- my, now, now they're, they're talking finally, 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 these communists have come around. <laughs> <laughs> I played Chris Cornell. You know my name. So now you play something. Oh, do I want to change it up a little bit? What if you're playing another Chris Cornell? <laughs> well, I'm going to play Soundgarden. All right, let's go way back. I don't even have a. Oh, 1967. Wow. This is, uh, oh, I should probably tell you. This is, is that when grunge started? Is it 57? 1967. Oh, okay. ah, the old 57. You see it? Yeah. That's There's me. two of them. That's mm-hmm. me in four years. All right. This is Paul Revere and the Raiders out of Seattle. Now, see, I dispute this. All right. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up because there's a, there's people a discrepancy. Say, yeah. People say Seattle, but then there's like, People Aberdeen. say you got very lithby there. People say I got my elastic. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I do apologize. Okay. I forgot you have braces in now. Sorry. Right. It's really, I'm not that offended. Don't worry about it. I got really way too serious. Sometimes. <laughs> some, well, no, because no, I don't want to make, I mean, sometimes you talk like that because you're going to cock in your mouth, but today it's the braces. I like to call it the old See, 90- Kyle, you're laughing at dirty stuff. I like to call it the old Kyle 97 in dirt. mouth. All right, go ahead. Now, why are you disputing? Uh... Because on Wikipedia, they give you a whole list of, um, of, of artists from Seattle, sure. but, but I specifically clicked on each link just to make sure. And for this one, it says there, the origin is uh, Boise, Idaho. Really? Yeah. Maybe that's where they're from and then formed in uh, Seattle. Well, geez, I wish I didn't have to do all this work. Kyle. I've got here the band relocated to Portland, Oregon. Mm. I mean, I'll let you play the song. Because, I don't have uh, to. It says initially based in Boise, Idaho. Relocated to Portland. I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he owns several restaurants in his early 20s in Idaho. Wow. Oh, all right. Oh, the Paul Revere and the Raider restaurants? Because mm-hmm. that's what he did for... Oh, they garnered their first hit in the Pacific Northwest in 61. Did it say Seattle or did it say Pacific, Pacific it Northwest? Pacific uh, Northwest. It's very... Yeah, I mean, I... Should yeah. we just screw it? I'm not even a big fan. 
yeah, let's, let's, right. I don't think it's, this would be like when John Heffern was on and he brought all songs from the wrong year. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, like it was like 1984 and he brought them from like 82, they were 85, And I kept telling him like, look, dude, they have to be, this is power of love. And we would, <laughs> and then Kyle would look it up and he'd just start laughing. I'm like, what? And Kyle was like, that was 83. I'm like, what is wrong with you, John? Now I'm dubious about all my other picks. All right. Well, let's go with the man who might or might not be from Seattle at this point because I didn't do my homework. Third from the bottom. This song is featured in my favorite John Candy movie, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. This is Mr. Ray Charles with Mess Around. I was doing John Candy driving the car. The I was doing the sex. It's such a great movie. Oh, it's awesome. It's amazing. And John Candy, it's, it's a shame he died because he never got to really just expand and not just be the fat guy, you know, because he was, if you watch that movie, he is like so, do a dramatic part. Yeah. Right? He is so good yeah. in that movie. Not just the comedic parts. So the really heartfelt stuff is, it's amazing. He was great. And it's he, a shame he went so early. He died in 94. How many years ago is that? Is that 20? It's 23. So wow. he would be, he would be 66 right now. He died when he was 43. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, Ray Charles is from uh, is from Albany, Georgia. I mean, not even close to Seattle. I know. I don't know why he has a song called Georgia. And now you and now you say that I'm his like, origin was Greenville, Florida. <laughs> yeah, wait, died, why? What? <laughs> he died in Beverly Hills. But I agree. This list on Wikipedia had him on it. Yeah, okay. but I clicked on it because I'm like, Cause I'm that's this- not right. I saw the I saw the biopic. Oh, I didn't see it. Was it good? You should have seen it because then you would know that was a mess. I'm trying to change the subject. Have you noticed? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, of course he's from Georgia. All right. We need to double check he, all Murray's songs. Yeah, he, definitely. There's something about... He, he had a hit. Like his wait, first wait. hit was in. Uh, Charles uh, left Florida for the large city and considered Oregon and New York City too big. So he followed his friend to Seattle, Washington, uh, knowing that the biggest radio hits came from the northern cities. And that's where he met and befriended people. And well, that's kind of that where sense. he like blossomed i guess that's where he's recorded look i'm not gonna just i'm not gonna not allow it we already played it It it's a great song we got to dance we did our john candy impressions and and we moved on we had a fun time with it but i would you made a you made a pancake and a shovel yeah i'd like to um (laughs) that's from uncle buck that's from oh oh, right yeah yeah that's (laughs) the only one that's the one i don't like no you gotta revisit that that's fun stuff yeah that's right that introduces have you seen seen uncle buck have I seen what? Uncle Fuck? No, what's that? It's great porno. Kyle <laughs> loves dirty stuff. He laughs the whole time. Look at him snickering. I'm beginning to wonder if Chris Cornell's from Seattle. <laughs> I hope so. We played nine of his songs. <laughs> uh, Harvey Danger. Yeah. Song called Flagpole Sitter. The only song, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad song. It's recorded very well.
This would be a one-hit wonder from the 90s, right? Absolutely. Cut off my legs. Now I'm an amputee, goddamn you. Yeah, 1997. That's good lyric writing right there. Yeah. (laughs) Good (laughs) lyric writing. Sounds good, Harvey Danger. You know what I mean? From Boston, Massachusetts. I still got to get that Blink-182 album from you. No. (laughs) I did my homework. They're not from Boston, Massachusetts. I'm glad that this isn't a grunge show. You know, I got to be honest. I can't. I could not do a grunge episode. I thought about it. I'm like, we should do a grunge episode. Mm. I'm not a fan. I got a, I got a few. Are you a I, fan, Kyle, of grunge? I don't know if I'm like a. I like songs and certain I like songs, artists, right. but I'm not like. And I respect it. I respect the Pearl Jam and the Soundgarden sure. and the Nirvana. I respect all that stuff. Well, here's my favorite. It's just not my thing. Here's my favorite grunge band. Let's go ahead and do all this right. with uh, Alice in Chains okay. with off a uh, jar of flies. This is I Stay Away. Lane Staley. Lane Staley. Rock and peace. Rock and peace. Loved his uh, voice and his blend with Jerry Cantrell's guitar playing. Yep, they're he, still they're still. Yeah, they got a new front man. Yeah, not as that's, good as David Lee Roth. That's tough, man. When the singer, that's so you know, recognizable with your band. When yeah, they, absolutely. When they die, and then you're like supposed to like not continue. I mean, that's rough. Yeah. So I hope that I hope those guys are doing, doing well. Yeah, I hope so. They show up at they seem to show up at all the festivals still. Not, um, but man, yeah, Blaine Staley when he died, it was. Two weeks before they found him in his apartment, Ooh. and he was like, he weighed in at like 160 pounds or something like that. Oh, fucking heroin, man, stay away. Unless you want to lose weight. Yeah, well, yeah, heroin chic. I mean, yeah. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots. I mean, I'm not playing a song by them because they're not from Seattle. Do you consider them a grunge band or just a rock and roll band? I consider them a rock and roll band. I do too. I mean, he ha- his voice sometimes could have that grunge. Well, they also very compared very much to uh, Pearl Jam, so. Yeah, and they came out that same era. You like Stone Temple Pilots? I don't mind them. I like them actually. Yeah, I do like them. Now that I think about it, Velvet Revolver. Did you like that band? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I feel bad for those guys from Guns and Roses that went from uh, working with one difficult person uh, into working with uh, Scott Weiland, yeah. a difficult person again, man. And learn their lesson. Fucking drugs, dude. Drugs, man. Kyle, don't do drugs. Kyle, don't do drugs. Kyle, have you ever done any drugs? No. Kyle, I've smoked weed, but I can't get high. <sighs> You told me Wait. once you didn't smoke, smoke weed. Did you just do it like this weekend? No, no, no. I've said That's why before. I was late I this morning, but you didn't get high. I can't. I can't get high. I'm you like, like your thick beers. Yep. That's your. That's your drug that's of your choice. Drug, drug sure. of choice. They call it. Yeah. It's your drug of choice. That and maybe top it off with an old ninety-seven. Yeah, he likes those thick beards too, with the mm. stupid lines through them. Yeah. No, he doesn't do that anymore. He looks good now. Oh, look at you! You look like a little young boy. You look like a young man. Nirvana. <laughs> It's my turn. No. It's not? No. Yeah, you okay. literally just played Alice <laughs> okay. in Chains. All right. I do it all the time. It is now, now 9.45 in the morning and I'm half asleep. It's 11, 12. 
The clock's fast. Um, it's not fast. I hope it is. So we can get through these songs or not get through them. Whatever's going to make you leave is what I hope that clock says. <laughs> okay, Nirvana. You uh, don't like Nirvana? Um, I don't like Nirvana. Yeah. But I, re- I said earlier, I respect them. This right. song's okay. All apologies. All right. I apologize to anyone who doesn't like Nirvana. Actually, aren't they from Aberdeen? Yes, you were right. Uh, Aberdeen, Washington, but it said Nirvana established itself as part of the Seattle grunge scene. Sure. So, okay. Yeah. And Aberdeen's like right next door, I think. Yeah. It's not like uh, Albany, Georgia <laughs> is in... Get a map, for God's sake. <laughs> You're, I'm going to call you Murray Heffron. Oh, that's so funny. He'll never be back on. John Heffron? Nope. Oh, he's a good friend. Why? He'll never be back Just on. Just because of that? Fucked up. Oh. <laughs> that would be like if I said... His career we're, is John, over. we're going to do an all Van Halen episode. And he goes... For songs from Huey Lewis. John. <laughs> it's not rock stars with big dongs. It's Van Halen. No, I will have John back on. I don't know what the category will He's be. He's your neighbor. It's going to be awkward if you guys I've aren't. N- I've never been to his house. He lives a mile from me. He's right. always on the road, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'll tell this story real quick. The only time I've seen his house is he asked me if I could move his garbage cans um, from the curb because him and his wife were both out of town. So I said, yeah, I can do that. No problem. That's the only time you've seen his house? Yeah. And only from the outside. When I go there, his garbage cans. Now, out here in L.A., you get a black bin, a green bin, and a blue bin. Mm-hmm. They're like fucking demolished. Like the, the lids are off. One doesn't have a and, lid. And you don't buy them. They give them. They like give them to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and, the, and, and I told him, I go, John, there's an 800 number on the front of these bins. You call them. They'll bring you new bins. Because he kept saying, you know, the raccoons get in the garbage every night. They don't fucking have lids, dude. <laughs> it wasn't one like missing a wheel. It was, and- it was a dis- I don't even like the word anymore, but it was a disaster. Right, right. Oh, all right. Poor so, John. I know. I, I bet if I go over there right now, he has the same bins. <laughs> Somebody ran into our, uh, our bin. I have to call and get a new one. I apologize. You ran into it? Yeah. No, you can't do any damage with that little car you drive. It's a Prius. <laughs> it's, it's like a pre. It's like a teeny Prius. It's though. a Prius C. It's like take a Prius and you cut it in half, and that's what you got. Best car I've ever owned. Really? I love it. Oh, wasn't it the other night? Why? Because mm, you've only been in it once. <laughs> I don't know. I just love it. it it's it's dependable. It's. Uh, I don't know about Heffron, but I'm never coming back. I like the stereo. <laughs> really? Band of Horses is an American rock band formed in 2004 in Seattle by Ben Bidwell. You just have to back. You have to back it up now. Everybody uh-huh. can play. This right. is factory. All right. these guys 
That was nice. Yeah, and they can get a little country too. I'll I actually wrote, I flew from Chicago to Los Angeles with their manager. Very proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> and that's how she hooked me up with all their music. That was cool. She legally gave you all their music. She legally gave oh. me all their music. What do you mean now? Did she just, she just send me? Some CDs? No, she sent me like a uh, a link and downloaded a couple albums. Bet the band doesn't know about that. Well, they do now. All right, I'm gonna and play. Then, an... She never contacted me after that because I, I I hit her up for tickets and stuff, and I never heard back from it's her. Like I gave you music. What more do you want? What more do you want? We're you, not. We're not you friends. Buy something. <laughs> we're not friends. Uh, Mary Lambert. An American singer, songwriter, and spoken word artist. She is from Seattle, Washington. Please play the spoken word. She's worked with Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. And this is a cover of a Rick Springfield song from 2014. I think I've played this before, but I want to play it again. This is Jesse's Girl. Rick Springfield, also from Seattle. Jesse is a friend. Yeah, I know he's been a good friend of mine. Something's changed, it ain't hard to define Jesse's got himself a girl And I wanna make her mine And she's watching him with those eyes And she's loving him with that body, I just know it And he's holding her in his arms late, late at night I wish that I had Jesse's girl. I wish that I had Jesse's girl. I love a cover like that where they take an upbeat song and strip it down. Yeah, if they like do that. it well. Did you think she did that well? Um, I don't know. Kyle, they, they uh, do that now for every single movie trailer. Yeah, too. pretty I know, much. But I, I do. I get. I kind of like for that. it, but it's getting old now. Can we can we jump into and play this for Murray? Could you play uh, Crazy Crazy Nights? Both versions. I love this. I love this. Oh version. yeah, you've heard it. Oh, already. absolutely. Okay, then yeah. don't. Yeah, no, don't I'd do hear it again. Kiss her from Seattle. Well, you got to play the original Kiss one first. I never tire of this. The audience does. We'll, we'll be getting bad reviews. Okay. You have the original Crazy Nights. Yep. These are crazy, crazy nights. They're crazy. All right. This is crazy, crazy, crazy nights. Right into the other one. It's gonna take me a second to find it. Who did this cover? Kurt Nilsson. He's like from uh, he's like from Sweden or somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Seattle, Sweden. No. Sometimes days are so hard to survive. I wish this guy would do a whole covers album. Million ways to bury you alive. The sun goes down like a bad, bad dream. You wound up tight, got a let off steam. They say they can break you again and again. If life is a radio, turn it up to ten. These are crazy, 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 crazy. That's Kurt Nielsen. He's from Sweden. He does crazy nights. Paul Stanley's a good front man because he's ridiculous. He's funny. And he still says the same thing every night, but you know he's going to do that. But you know he's going to do it. Yeah. It still looks great. I tell you yeah. what, man, when I saw that Foo Fighters show and, and Paul Stanley came out, 
first song. I had a blast. It was great. He was yeah, I came pr- out he, with the Foo Fighters. He was prancing around in his uh, tighties, little spandex pants That's on. That's right. Pat Smear was on guitar. <laughs> it's great. Chris is on the other guitar. What's Chris' last name? I forget. Svetovic. <laughs> Sheffield. He's the guy I always forget. <laughs> Nate Mendel. <laughs> All right, it's your turn. I played Jesse's Girl and then a bunch of Kiss songs. All right. Which what? didn't go on. Oh, no. Oh, no, what? No more songs? No, I've been deleting them as I went. All right, go see Murray in Seattle. <laughs> I've been deleting them as I went, so I wouldn't get confused, and I forgot to count them. Let's go with number six. This is a band called Fleet you Foxes. Could just, you could just call out the name of the band, yeah. and he could look it up like this that. This is a band called Fleet Foxes. Fleet Foxes? They're great. This is off their EP. are great they're totally mellow but their harmonies are awesome and their drummer jay tillman left the band and became father john misty my latest man crush I oh i could have i could have played father john misty i didn't think about that did uh, he actually uh father john misty married my wife and i oh really yeah oh good Is, are you sure i think so okay there's a father john and he was teary at the he got a little misty during this terrible edit that um my well, this is one of my top two favorite Seattle bands. They started. They started it all. I know who it is. Ann and Nancy Wilson. Mm-hmm. They're playing around here soon, aren't they? Uh, no, Ann is uh, Ann's touring solo right now. Okay, but she's coming around. She was just. She was just at the. She wheel was turn. just at the wheel turn yeah. recently, right? Yeah, it was a good. I went. Yeah, it was a good. Uh, you you went. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, you didn't go to that show. No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, so this is from their 1983 album called Passion Works. This was their last album on Epic Records, and it was right before three years later was when they had the big comeback. On hold Capital on, Records. hold on. What? You're no rock scholar. No, I do know no, this. Don't know that you don't know that stuff. This album has uh, this album has a very um, what was when they weren't using real drum, like elec- electric electronic drums. drums. Yeah, electronic yeah drum. it has more of electronic drum sound, but I still love this album produced this- by Keith uh, Olsen. Is what? this the one where all the video with all the videos started? And is this the album? No, no, no. That was the the comeback album in '86. Oh, okay, the right. self-titled Heart album on Capitol Records. This is from Passion Works, but I love this song so much. I love this whole album. The song is called "How Can I Refuse."
Yeah, I love that song. That's, that's not my bad. longest. That's my longest clip of the day. Sure, that's not. Bad. I'm not a huge Heart fan. Mm-hmm. Neither um, Suzanne Dillingham doesn't like them either. Well, I love Suzanne. She's not in Heart. That's why I don't like Heart. Listen, listen. What I'm trying to say. I don't. I. I tried to get into them like Steamboat Annie and all that stuff. Yeah. But man, that Heart comeback album in '86, I loved. Yeah, with What About Love. Loved all that stuff. All that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I love Heart. H e a r t. Tried to get them at the um, Sketch Fest this last year. No interest. Yeah. It's a shame you only got Weird Al Yankovic. Mm-hmm. What a great episode that was. Thank you. Thank you, Murray. You're welcome. You're next. You're up. Uh, uh, you got anything for us today? No. You showered. You should be perky. I know. I, I, no, I, for, I honestly thought, I kind of forgot what we were recording. You mean what the topic was? Yeah. All right. So, that was like a... But now you've been here for an hour and 15 minutes. You know what the topic is now, right? Yeah, I could find something. Something to talk about? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Murray. Uh, oh, here's how petty I am. Um, you, uh, you have the heartbreakers? <laughs> <laughs> I know a dude who is good friends with this band. Okay. And I don't like this dude, okay. so I don't like this band. Oh, do you want to say who the dude is? No, but the band is called The Head and the Heart. <laughs> and this is a song oh, called... Oh, that's, uh, that's Chip Chinnery's favorite band. I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> His fucking red hair. Head in the heart. I gotta look that This up. is lost in my mind. I don't even think they're from Seattle. How's that big lane coming? How's your engine running? Is that bridge getting built? Are your hands getting filled? Won't you tell me, my brother? about this you have to go and, and google why are you so slow on the fade today oh, i don't know it's... you got to go and google uh 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 their letterman appearance doing okay. this song because it's fantastic all right first of all there's maybe andrew rich andrew oh yeah would if you don't mind put posting that what is andrew rich's nickname a bombs right maybe he'll post that how does he feel about that he never he never responds i assume <laughs> he, he uh i assume he's doing a bit or he fucking hates it yeah I, f- I think he thinks like, oh, if we if he ignores it, we'll stop doing it. But he forgets we're comics, and mm-hmm. if he ignores it, we're just going right. to keep doing it because A-bombs. we think it's great. A-bombs. So a bombs, if you could post it, it's awesome. The girl is they they made they made the mistake of putting the monitor within her eyesight, so she can't take her eyes off her monitor, and okay. she gets completely terrified and goes completely flat. Oh no! And then the other singer walks over. And kind of gets in her microphone and sings along with her and gets on key. It's a really, really cool, uh, really cool thing. But cool. I don't like this band. I, I didn't mind that song at all. I'm sure they're awesome. I actually liked it. I'm sure they're great, but I, don't, I refuse to like them. The next band I love, we talked about them earlier today, Foo Fighters. Foo. Are they from, who's clicking? What is that clicking? Oh, that's me. He's Sorry. fucking with that thing. Give me, it. Give me it. Take it. Try to take it. Ow, punch me. <laughs> um... I went with, uh, I tried to find a song that I maybe never played before. I went okay. with their, uh, with a song from their fourth album, One by One. 
I love this album. I think this is a great album. It's tremendous. It's tremendous. What's but a lot of people. What's the cover one by one? It's a it's a so, black heart. Like, but a oh, lot yeah, of people yeah. people say that they don't like this album sometimes, right? I don't know why. What's on it? Uh, All my life, low times like these. Tired well, times of like you. these is my favorite Foo Fighters song. I mean, and the one I'm going to play, uh, Have It All from 2002. I can't believe this is 15 years old. song on this album mm-hmm. even the wikipedia page says dave grohl was pleased and enthusiastic from west with, virginia yeah he's from west virginia <laughs> dave grohl was pleased and enthusiastic with the album upon release but he and the rest of the band changed their opinions over time i guys you're they, wrong they still play a lot of these songs, they do though. because the songs are great yeah. now weren't they fo- wasn't that a follow-up to I a mean, really big hit it won album. best rock. It came out in 2002 and won the best rock album in 2004 because that's how much sense the Grammys make. I think make. they recorded right. this album twice. They recorded oh, it once the and then they recorded it twice. But yeah, they like they spent like millions of dollars and then didn't they go in and they just redid it all like really cheap over a weekend yeah, in like, like Dave's, a, Dave's quick, studio, right? Yeah, it's, like it's, a house in Aspen or I something love it. crazy. I mean, I, I, I love this album. I love the cover. I know, I love yeah. Time, yeah, like you said, times so like good. this is my favorite Foo Fighters. Yeah. I've seen the Foo Fighters three times, and they were fantastic all three times, and I never listened to them. Yeah, that's uh, that's what Siegel always says. He goes, yeah, I just I don't listen to the Foo Fighters. When Siegel, when Siegel and I saw the Foo Fighters, they were fucking awesome. One of yeah. my favorite musical events of all yep. time. I still don't listen to them. Yep. And even the songs like I, I didn't like, like Rope and yeah, stuff like oh that. Oh, my God. Live, live, it was awesome. So good. They don't yeah. have a bad album. No. They, they don't. And they're taking time off right now, right? They always say that. But they have been. They're recording right now in our bathroom. Oh, is that them? Well, yeah. I wish they'd hurry up. I have to I pee. That's Taylor Hawkins on drums. <laughs> okay, your turn. I have two more songs. Uh, one, two, three, four. No. Look what time it is. Five. I'll give you the play out, though. Six. Wait, you play, then I play, then you play, then I play, then you get the play out. So you get three songs. I get three songs? Yeah. All right, let and me see. Pick a play out. Oh, then that's all four of my songs. No. No, no, no. It's three songs. You all right, I know it. what I'll play out with. Okay. All right. Let's go with... This band kind of got shit on in the during the grunge scene. Where's my clicky toy? <laughs> Who took my clicker? Shut up. That's how I count the songs. Click, click. They got shit on during they the grunge period? They kind of got period. shit on the... Uh, uh, but I, I always like... I like their singles. I don't know much be- about them, but this is Candlebox Far Behind.
guitar in that they have six albums their first album uh went four times platinum in the u.s wow that's great then their second album went gold yeah and then nothing yeah um i don't like this band because of what i'm seeing right now on wikipedia it's the band photo and the lead singer's giving the finger so oh uh, is he one of those go to hell let me see that go to hell candle cox oh, you boy. can't sound like that and be giving the finger you no. know what i mean like if no. it's like if it's the sex pistols then it's like okay like yeah. you you can't just like yeah. give the finger and then yeah. sing about being far behind. Yeah. Backstreet Boys don't give the finger. Ah, uh, he looks like a douche. Yeah. Oh, they're post grunge. Mm. Is what they say. It doesn't matter. They're still from Seattle. They, I know, but still. They sound ah. they they just sound so generic, generic like trying yeah. to be grunge and like safe grunge. Right. Generic. Yeah. It's like a haircut song. I'd love to put those guys in a box and set it on fire with candles. <laughs> Stupid. Edit that out. Oh, um, they were the first successful act on Maverick Records. Cool. That they was, were successful for their first album. Yeah. That's uh, What's Her Face's label, right? Wasn't that Madonna's label? Oh, maybe. I think you're right. I think you're right. Actually, Maverick the, Records, yeah. John McCain's label. <laughs> it's a joint venture between Madonna, Frederick DeMann. I don't know who that is. Do you know who that is? No. Nope. He's DeMann. And Time Warner. Yeah. Let's yeah, go with Maverick some, Records. Let's bring some metal. I played oh. this song before, but I really do like it. This is from Operation Mindcrime. This is Queensryche with an umlaut over the Y, pretentious. This is I Don't Believe in Love. That's, uh, that's Jeff Tate. Now, it's not comedian Jeff Tate. It's not our Jeff Tate. Tate out of Tate. Spelled no. the same, though. Right. But different Jeff Tate. What do you think of those guys? I like uh, about three songs. I don't like someone who sings in the high register the was, entire time. It sounds but, like a heavy metal journey. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like he went to uh, Iron Maiden School of Singing, that guy. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But I can handle Bruce Dickinson doing that the yeah. whole time. Oh, Bruce Dickinson, there's a front man. Yeah. There's a front man. Absolutely. I think we agree Bruce on Dickinson. that. Who's better, Jeff Tate, David Lee Roth? You mean comedian Jeff Tate? Comedian Jeff Tate's a better front man than David Lee Roth. He's Tate out of Tate. Uh, okay, this is my last song. Oh, no, that was me. It's your turn. It's your turn. It's your turn. I, I hate the fact that I've got to go out on, when we said this wasn't going to be a... Uh, what? This wasn't going to be a grunge episode, and we're going out. On, I'm going out on three grunge. Yeah, I have a grunge song next too. <laughs> um, but this is a, a one of the when you say supergroup with the grunge scene, they were all it was all incestuous up there. So I mean, just and fucking around, just fucking around. There's Kyle with the dirty. And this is uh, I like this. I usually listen to this with my girlfriend all the time. This is Mad Season. This has guys from Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, and Screaming Trees. I should have brought some Screaming Trees. Shoot, this is uh, River of Deceit. I could either burn 
that's Lane Staley on... Uh, what a unique voice that guy had, yep. man. I've, that was recorded at Bad Animal Studio, which is a studio that Anna Nancy Wilson operated. Yeah. Named, they, after, named after their, their album, album Bad, Bad Animals. Animals. Yeah, That was, what, 87? That's why I thought the zookeeper's wife was going to have more bad animals in it, yeah. killing Nazis. Hmm. Uh, this album was 95. Bad Animals, bad animals? was 87. You were yeah. right. Okay. Good for you for not liking hard, but knowing that. Yeah. Well, I host a uh, I co-host a, a rock and roll podcast once every mm, nine weeks. Co-host. I would get you in here more. This has been enjoyable. This is my, <laughs> maybe the first time I've enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I did something like thirty-seven you're, episodes in two thousand fifteen. I know. Fine. I, think, I think the people are sick of me. For your a while. teeth are really getting straight. Oh, no, when thanks. you just smiled there, I could really see it. I didn't think you had bad teeth anyway. Right. But you did. <laughs> You thought they were awful. Well, because when do you get those off? Because I mean, braces really straighten the teeth quickly now. Yeah, they do. I don't know. I, I I went the other day. That's why I'm talking so fucked up today. So I don't. I I don't. I don't want to ask him because I don't want to be like, oh, you know, 2020, 2021, or something. I don't want to really know in case it's bad. Did he give him a a good tighten the other day? Yeah, they, they're really sore today. What your gums or? No, it's like you can feel. I I took the elastics out because I was lisping earlier. Somebody pointed it out. Yep. And uh. But you can just feel like that the nerves in your you can yeah. feel the teeth being like I can feel the teeth being pulled this week. Do they put you out when they tighten them? No, no. Because no. I was going to say if they put you out, they might also be giving you the old ninety seven. <laughs> <laughs> they actually just like they pull the wire out and then they put a new wire in and like pull it because you then, had braces. Yeah, like twist it and then yeah. cut it at the end and then twist it. Yeah. And if they don't like, they didn't cut the cut, end. They didn't oh, cut the end, the and so it just it, my cheek would get caught and get cut Kid, up look, and bloody. They, these people All that for put a winning that, smile. These people that put the braces on you, how do they not know how to cut the wire by now? They, it's just their job. <laughs> and, and, your, and your mouth isn't, like, because your mouth is kind of stretched out from them being in there. So when they, when they, when you go home and, like, after a while, then that's when you start to notice it. And you're like, ah, and then you got to yeah. go back in. And then they. Yeah. How do they, but again, how do they not know yeah, how just to cut do it, it? Just cut it right to the thing. Yeah. yeah. You have wax to put on that. Yeah, I got the wax that goes in there. I think sometime they'll, they'll, they'll invent, some, invent something where you go in and when you come out the same day, your teeth are straight. They you just, think so? Yeah, they just pull all your teeth, give you dentures. Give you new ones? Give you new ones? <laughs> they just tighten the fuck out of them. You come out bloody. So I don't know. I'm hoping, I, I don't know, hopefully not even. It's only been a little over a year, so. Yeah, it's working. Yeah. It's funny. When, you, when I first came in and, you're, and I, I had braces, you're like, your, your teeth weren't crooked. And mm-hmm. then a month later, you're like, oh, wow, your teeth are really straight. straight yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything uh, with your Freddie, Freddie Mercury teeth that you had earlier, but oh man, I did. I had some buck. T- I used to have a overbite of the month on my website before it was canceled. Oh my god! <laughs> this yeah, morning. before they shut you down, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Okay, so I'm going to play one more song, then we're going to promote. Okay, and then you're going to do the play out. Sure. Uh, this is Pearl Jam from Versus, 1993. Okay. This is all one word. Rearview mirror. I played this on uh, the. Uh Hall of Fame episode. I love this song. This is a great song. Very proud of you. Thank you.
That's a good song. Great song. That is a great song. Man. So I'm playing one more and then a play out? Uh-huh. No, the play out. Okay. We're going to promote right now. All right, cool. Uh, are you coming to the uh, Rock Solid Field Trip uh, number two? Uh, I don't know because Re- I have record store, day? record store Day. I'd like to. I am in town. I checked it out. I am in town. Mm-hmm. Um, that's April 2nd, right? 22nd. Today April, is April 2nd. Today's April 2nd. Oh, fuck. We're supposed to be there. Oh, it's record store. Day. April 22nd. April 22nd. Okay. I'm in town. I, it's a Saturday, and I always watch my son on Saturday mornings. Yeah, man. What's Bring him down, man. man. He lo- I took him into Amoeba the other day. He loves it. Buy some kitty Just albums. Just let him run around. He, run around. Well, you, know, you know, there's so much to look at. Drool on play people. And, yeah. He, Sit them on the trade counter. Trade them in. Trade them in. See what you get. So I'll give them. you $2 cash or foreign trade. I just don't want, I don't want to stand online with them on Hollywood Boulevard or Sunset Boulevard for a couple hours. So I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to make it. Yeah, I was thinking about making it like out near me, but then that wouldn't be fair to most of you because CD Trader also does does it. And I okay. assume there won't be a crazy line like at Amoeba. Yeah. yeah I, I still think, you know, Old Man Siegel is already, you know. He's already checked out. He's like, maybe I'll join you for breakfast. I don't like vinyl. <laughs> Neither do I, Mike. Have fun. Is there any good releases on uh, Record Store Day? Tons. Cars, Smiths, Cheap Trick. Space Jam soundtrack. Space Jam soundtrack on LP? <laughs> yep. Oh, Christ. That's not a good movie. Is it a good soundtrack? I don't know. No. No. I just watched The Big Chill the other night, speaking of great soundtracks. For the first time ever? No, it was just on and I couldn't sleep. There's a great scene in it. I wrote an article about that soundtrack this, uh, this year. Oh, really? For, uh, yeah. Oh, for, send me the um, link. I'd love to read it. I will. There's that scene at the funeral where the girl starts playing uh, You Can't Always Get What You Want on the mm-hmm. Hammond organ, and it just blends so perfectly into the Stones version. Cool. It's amazing. Why are you rolling your eyes at me? I'm not. All right. Okay, so we're going to promote here. Here we go. Murray's going to be performing in Seattle, Washington. He's going to be headlining a show. He's going to try to follow these two girls that are very good comics. They're amazing comics. They're producing the show, too. Do you, um, what's the club? It's called the Jewel Box Theater. How many people does that hold? Uh, I want to say 65. Get your tickets now. Go to Murray's website. Uh, <laughs> go to my Facebook page. I, I just I just tweeted... Uh, check out at Murray V's website and I put the link and then I had a screen cap of the Kansas. Wow. That's great. <laughs> you ass. All right. What do you get up there? You get right. a, do you get a door deal? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you want everyone, you want it sold out. Oh, I'd love to have it sold out. I'd love to meet some more rock solid listeners, man. I, I, some, some, rock, some, people, road, some road stories, road listeners, stories, listeners that we've uh, got coming out, uh, crossover listeners we have. Maybe you get a road story about up there. You're in Seattle. You Maybe do a threesome with the other acts. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> Is that not good? That's the third act. It's the third act. Right. It's those two. Murray. And then boom. Together. Um, how you doing? Hey, yo. It's going to be a good show. It's going to be a really good show. Cool. Um, go to uh, I'll put the link up on the Rock Solid page if that's sure. cool for tickets yeah, and you course. go to the rendezvous.rocks website in the Jewel Box Theater and you'll have a link right there how much are tickets how 15 much? bucks that's nothing that's nothing and it's a theater so there's no two drink minimum okay great and I think they, they have bar in there too if you want so to you drink so you can drink you can drink yeah alright cool yeah Nice. Come by and say hi. Do you do you do you take a beverage up on stage? You got a water? Do you have a do you take a beer up? Um, show the people that you're one of them. What is one of them? Yeah, beer drinker. Yeah, I had a beer on stage last night. All right, there you go. Yeah, sometimes when I, when I headline, I usually bring water because you get dry mouth. Yeah, you know, you never made it to headline, and you don't know. <laughs> no, I might have closed the show once or twice, but yeah, no, mm. I don't know. What did Jimmy say? You didn't have the chops. I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, so the Seattle Rendezvous Theater. Uh, looking forward to seeing you guys. Thanks a lot. All right, cool. So uh, I'm glad we could do this. I'm glad we Thanks. could I really appreciate a promotion it. your way. If it's sold out, I take full credit for okay. Rock Solid. If you don't get a crowd at all, that's on, that's your problem. Uh, that's, I'm used to it. Kyle uh, <laughs> Murray, you're at Murray V. At Murray V on Twitter Murray and v on Murray Twitter. V Comedy on Instagram, which I'm enjoying a lot. Did you just join Instagram? I did. Okay. I'm never going to do it. I just did it for the fuck right. of it. Rock, well, Rock Solid's on. Yeah, Rock, Rock Solid's Solid Solid on. You still post the album of the day that I'm listening to? Once in a while. Mm, did you slack off on it? I did when I went to San Francisco. You I kind of got out of it. You can still catch up. The, the yeah, I'm going to do like a like nine, nine, and then I'll be caught up, I Number think. nine. What's your album today? Bob Welsh, French Kiss from 1977. Oh, nice. Awesome. Now look, this Bob Welch. No, I'm not even going to do it. Your eyes got me dream. That guy? Yeah, the whole album's great, though. Yeah, it's is that the really, album? It's a great pop album, yeah. Okay, I'd love to hear that, actually. We transfer it. French kids. Thanks to Tom Nurberg, by the way, who have been we, has been we transferring me tons of music, so I have to give a shout-out to him. Nurberg. Nurberg, the Nurberger. Kyle, you're at Kyle.funny. Yep. I'm, I'm at Pat underscore Francis. I'm at Pat Burp underscore Francis. <laughs> We're at Rock Solid Show. Um... I don't know who's doing the artwork for this one. What are you going to call it? Because you got it. I'm just gonna... calling it Seattle, Washington. All right. Are what you, you going to call well, it? Seattle Sound? No, because I don't want people to think it's a grunge. Well, that's that's why I called it. I would have if it was grunge. I'd just call it grunge. Okay, so Seattle, Washington. Seattle, Washington. Nice. Maybe a map. He's not doing the I'm artwork. Not doing the artwork. Maybe our faces on the needle. <laughs> I don't. Know. I don't even know if I delegated this to anyone. Okay. Let me see if I delegated it. No, no one has this uh, yet. But right. I, let's thank the uh, artists, though. Adam Jones, Jamie Whitlock, Glenn K. Amo, um, Jason Levy. Which one did I meet at your pool party? Oh, that was Josh uh, Tabak, And he is, um, he's done artwork for an upcoming episode we haven't recorded yet with okay. me and Kathy Ladman, which is amazing. Like his, I love Kathy Ladman. His picture of you, Kyle, is just... Yeah, it's pretty it's great. It's really great. Yeah. Like He did a great, great job and. uh he did it about six months ago. We were waiting on Ladman. She's dragging her ass, skinny ass. So she hasn't recorded yet. No, she lives by me. We have it. We have a date. Okay, she's hilarious. Do you think she I hit love your her. garbage can. That fucking she, girl can't drive. <laughs> well, because she, she's a girl. Yeah, she's a girl. Girls can't drive. Yeah, and she's Asian. Oh yeah, she's uh, Jewish and Asian. Is she Jewish and Asian? I think so. Okay, she's Jew Asian. So she's a Jap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a Jewish Asian <laughs> princess. Jewish Asian princess. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your play? Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Murray. Murray, Kyle, do you have any, uh, do you want people to follow at OK? Yeah, at uh, This Is A-OK. That's where I work. I'm proud of working there, unlike the other place I used to work. It's yeah, at fuck this, the other place you used to work. This Is A-OK. Yeah. Cut to four years from now when you have your uh, new job and you're cussing out this place. No, I, I mean, I never liked the other place. I used to work at the place you used to work and fuck them. I hated them. Yeah. Too. Oh, I have a great, if, if you it, guys both worked at Starbucks? Yeah. <laughs> You have a great way. You have a great way. I just, I have, a, I have a feeling that this might be the last season of AFV. Okay. Oh, really? All right. But I don't, I don't know. All I don't right. know for sure. Yeah. We'll see. All right. All right. And if they do, I have a great tweet. All right. Okay. What's your... Uh, okay. Well, I hope they do. Save just for it. Your save it. Don't blow don't, <laughs> I won't. Don't ruin it here with us. Murray, what's your play? All right. Since this isn't a grunge episode, mm -hmm. we'll go out on the band that made grunge on the map really started the whole thing this was fronted by andrew wood the guy who died their ep their full-length debut album he dies of a heroin overdose two days before it comes out fuck it stay off the horse man stay off heroin this is andrew wood fronting mother love bone and this is crown of thorns
Yeah.